and welcome to the first real episode of Nuts, Bolts, and Bearings. Ah! The first episode. That's so exciting. I'm Olivia, a fanatic for all things roller skating, and hopefully your soon-to-be friend. If that's not way too cheesy to hear. Because this is a roller skating podcast, today I wanted to start out from the ground up and talk a little bit about the history of this beloved sport. And honestly, it's more interesting than you might think. Broken violins and mirror fragments. How roller skating began. So, roller skating, and more specifically, the classic quad skating, have been around for a very long time. The first reported cases of this practice have dated all the way back to 1760, when a man by the name of Jean Joseph Marlin tested his first prototype of today's roller skates at a special event he was invited to. Now, Mr. Marlin was a Belgian inventor of the time, known for his eccentric personality and crazy stunts. This one, however, evolved into something much more than he could have ever imagined. After developing a model for his new wheeled shoe idea, Merlin got an invitation to a masquerade ball. I hope you can see where this is going. He saw this as a perfect opportunity to show off what he could do, and he devised a plan. During the middle of a song, he began to skate through the party while playing his violin. This plan, though, was not all the way thought through. Merlin lacked balance, and his skates lacked brakes. These together caused him to crash into a mirror, and he broke bones and his violin, and the mirror was in pieces. If you're ever struggling to learn something on your roller skates, you can just think back to this story and rest assured that you're not Mr. Merlin skating into a mirror. Now, I know this may beg the question, how did that catastrophe turn into what we have today? No offense to the inventor, of course, things have just been developed over time. Well, as time progressed, more inventors warmed up to this idea of these strange wheeled shoes. In 1819, a French inventor by the name Monsieur Petitbud I'm definitely saying that wrong, but he patented the inline skates that we can see now. After that, in 1863, skating changed forever with the invention of the modern quad skates. This is closely similar to what we have now. These were made by James Plimpton in New York. However, he didn't just stop there. Plimpton also created the very first skating rink, along with the New York Roller Skating Association. He gave lessons on how to skate, and the sport took off. Plimpton was smart with how he marketed the roller skates as well. He sold it as an activity for both men and women, and people loved to use it as dating in the Victorian times without chaperoning, which was rare. I mean, you can't blame them. Who doesn't love a cute roller rink date, even in the 19th century? By the 1880s, not even 20 years after quad skates came to be, roller skates were being mass-produced, and rinks were being built left and right. Skating culture thrived. In the 1913 British Medical Journal, I even found doctors prescribing inline skating as a valuable form of exercise, which I think is really good. Roller rings let people express themselves in a way that they had never before, and it was really important to many communities. With that being said, they were still a part of history, and with history comes everything else of the times. For roller skating, this meant segregation. Roller rinks were actually one of the hardest places to desegregate in the 1960s, but skate in protests, parallel to sit in protests, fought this. Rink theme nights like Soul Night also let black skaters express themselves, and they became an outlet for many. Eventually, rinks became known as what they are today, a safe space for all ethnicities, sexualities, and sizes. But the importance of music never went away. In the 70s came the surge of disco, which is probably what most people think of when they think of roller skating. Sadly, disco died out, and so did the economy soon after. People didn't have enough money to keep going to roller rinks, and this in turn led to the rinks closing. Since the businesses did not have enough revenue, they had to close down. Roller skating was at an all-time low since it first came to be, and it was thought to be dead. Isn't that a scary thought? 
Now, though, skating has been on the rise. Ever since COVID-19 hit, people have been looking for ways to stay outdoors, and it seems to me that more people have turned to roller skating. I'm so excited to see where this takes the sport as it gets acknowledged more. What do you think? Is roller skating on the path of revival? Thank you so much for talking with me today about the history of roller skating. In the next episode, I plan to go more in-depth about Derby and the outlet it's created for such a diverse group. I can't wait to see you guys then, and I'm so grateful for each and every listen here. If you want to get to know each other a little better, I also have an Instagram account at nbnbpod, with no punctuation in the user. If you look up Nuts, Bolts, and Bearings, it should be the first username that pops up as well. I hope to see you there. Again, thank you for sitting with me today. I'm Olivia, and this comes to the conclusion of the very first episode of Nuts, Bolts, and Bearings. <laughs>